0: Welcome to Pathfinder Academy.
1: Class is now in session. Here are your professors, Caleb and Christian. Thank you all for staying. You may be seated in today's extra credit. We'll be going over the archetypes and two example builds for the Slayer. Slayer, which we previously talked about, is that mix between the rogue and the ranger. Turning into a more martial version of the rogue. A very strong fighter, but with a lot of utility and a lot of skills they can pick from. We're going to find that a lot of the archetypes are just, they change your Slayer talents and kind of give you some predetermined Slayer talents instead of getting a choice to make you a more focused build.
0: So we're always wondering, is what we're getting comparable or better than what we're losing with archetypes?
1: The first archetype for the Slayer is the Bounty Hunter, which is, you know, something that's kind of an idea, a character that everyone wants to play, I think, at some point. It's a very common theme. So let's see what the Bounty Hunter gets. Can it achieve the idea of being a Bounty Hunter? First, uh, weapon and armor proficiencies change from Slayer. A bounty hunter is proficient with all simple and martial weapons, plus a bunch of strange, like, capture-type weapons. The aclus, which I think is some sort of throwing weapon. Uh, the bolas, which are those things you throw around people's feet, the yeah, little balls and balls strings. Tied to a string. Dan Bong.
0: Oh, I knew that guy in high school. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a lasso, which, you know, you capture people with that, and a net.
0: So you can catch butterflies. Yes.
1: <laughs> bounty hunters are proficient with uh, <laughs> light sells, armor. He
0: sells bounties. With every bounty head, you get a jar of butterflies. They're <laughs> really cute.
1: They get light armor, light shields, and bucklers, but not heavy shields or tower shields. Oh, so they don't even get medium armor, so you're just stuck with uh, light armor there. So you're going to be a lighter armored person, and you're going to be going after people. You're going to be trying to incapacitate them rather than killing them. So this is a... This is pretty focused. Most games, you don't end up doing that. You don't knock monsters out for the most part.
0: Before even reading the rest of it, we better get some stuff that would make uh, us not incur the penalty for non-lethal damage. Using a lethal weapon, I I hope I find something like that.
1: At level 2, you get Dirty Trick, and you get this in place of a Slayer talent. Anytime the bounty hunter is able to deal sneak attack damage to a studied target, you can instead attempt to hamper them. If the attack hits, it deals damage normally, but instead of rolling sneak attack damage, you can attempt a dirty trick combat maneuver against the studied target as a free action. For every sneak attack damage dice you forego to do this, you get an extra plus one on this combat maneuver check, and this combat maneuver check does not provoke an attack of opportunity.
0: I'd rather have a Slayer talent
1: maybe i don't know it is it's kind of like improved dirty trick in a sense because you don't provoke an attack of opportunity
0: but for those who aren't familiar dirty trick the next round it ends and you can even end it that round by spending a move action depending on what it is i think if if it's a really big thing of the gm's discretion it can be a standard action so if you just like throw dirt in their eyes they can use a move action and rub it out and okay well i'm glad i did you i'll do all my extra damage
1: well they, they don't get a full round action if they do that though it's true so it can and it can blind is the thing, and you can if you go into the feet chain and get greater dirty trick, they'll be blinded for one d four rounds and they can't get rid of it. Okay. And if they're blinded, you can get sneak attack damage. Okay. So blind's definitely like the outlier. It's always been the outlier for a dirty trick. It's like oh, you can dazzle them and they get minus <laughs> yeah. one to their attack rolls, or you can incapacitate the majority of living creatures by gouging their eyes out. <laughs> I like they did
0: pulling their pants down so that they can't move. Yeah, <laughs> entangled.
1: <laughs> So at level 6, you lose another Slayer talent, and instead you get Submission Hold. At 6th level, when a Bounty Hunter attempts a Grapple Combat Maneuver check to deal damage, he can choose to add his Sneak Attack damage to the Grapple damage for that attack. You take a minus 5 penalty on the check if you do this. The Sneak Attack damage is non-lethal damage unless you're able to deal non-non-lethal damage with the Grapple check. Um, This is getting into the Grapple rules, and it's kind of weird. I don't think this is very good. Because now, now not only do you dirty trick, you also have to be grappling people, so you like you have to pick between the two.
0: I think it's good because you can't otherwise, while you're grappling, get your sneak attack damage in. Now you right. Can.
1: But it's at a minus five, which is a very steep penalty for a combat Definitely. maneuver check. Yeah. Um, You better have like improved grapple, but we already want like improved dirty trick and stuff. I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know. It seems like a, there's a lot of feet taxes. I feel so like there's
0: a lot of other classes that do grappling well. Yeah,
1: and this is And it
0: takes a lot for them to do that. Like a monk, you have to do a bunch of crap. Uh, yeah, meh.
1: Uh, I wonder, some of the weapons might be grapple weapons, which would help with it. I, yeah. I don't... I, yeah, there's grapple-type weapons with the grapple quality, so maybe that will help with this.
0: You know what's not in Pathfinder that needs to be? You can't. No, there's them. a garrote.
1: It's isn't a there? terrible, terrible weapon, but there is a Garrot, isn't there? I remember. It's, looking it's really up and bad. It get, like, could it make a good garrow. It's like if you grapple them and you succeed at some sort of check, they start suffocating, which, hooray, they'll die in like an hour because people can hold their breath for a number of rounds equal to their constitution score or something. Yeah. And so you just sit there for like 20 rounds waiting for them gotcha. to suffocate. The last thing that the bounty hunter gets is incapacitate, and they get this instead of the first advanced slayer talent they would get at level 10. The bounty hunter can attempt to incapacitate a studied target. This functions like the assassinate slayer talent, except instead of killing the target, your attack knocks the target unconscious for 1d6 rounds unless they succeed at a saving throw. If they do succeed at the saving throw, it still takes sneak attack damage as normal, but the damage is non-lethal. And the target is immune to this ability for 24 hours, so it's like picking you assassinate talent, except it's just slightly different.
0: I like it. This is, it fits in with I want him back alive. If, yeah. he, if it's a
1: if it's a, a bounty that's alive, and even if it's someone you want to kill, if something's unconscious for one d six rounds, it, it's dead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Effectively, right. it's dead if it actually falls unconscious. Right. And if you're not, you can tie it up. He wakes up and now. He's pinned and tied. There's nothing you can do about it. This is, that's all there is for the archetype. It's a weird one. I'd have to look into, like, grapple weapons and actually, like, try the dirty tricks.
0: Really, it's it's the weapon proficiency and the incapacitate that fits what they're trying to go for. The other right. two things I'm not too excited about.
1: Like, I, like you said, I wish there was more non-lethal damage. Like, when I see this class, like, I want to pick all those feats that are, like, Sap Master, Sap Adept, where you get bonus non-lethal damage on sneak attacks. Right. But I don't know what would fit in with this. Let's go on to the next archetype, the cleaner.
0: Oh, that's my archetype. That's what I do for a living. I'm a custodian. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, so let me tell you all about the cleaner. All right, are you here? First off, his level one talent unappreciated. No one, no one cares about him. Doesn't even like. Doesn't matter. Level two replaces the Slayer talent, but it's pretty good. Unnoticeable. You can walk <laughs> through. There can be a thousand people in the room. No one will notice you. You're just, you're just background noise. Level three. That sounds pretty useful. Actually. Level level three. Any urinal come across, always super dirty. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you could have just cleaned it ten minutes ago. Always dirty. <laughs> So yeah, I'd pick this. I'd pick this, this class. <laughs> yeah, <You> hadn't? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Paizo. I'm
0: proficient. You know, he gets proficient with the broom, the push broom, the mop, the duster, squirt bottle, the rag. Very good proficiency. All does non-lethal damage, though.
1: Paizo had a little bit different way to interpret all that, actually. All right,
0: we'll see if it's as good as mine. We'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> we'll
1: see if what they're getting is comparable. <laughs> At first level, the cleaner, instead of getting Track, gets Deceitful as a bonus feat. That is just a plus two to your Bluff and Disguise checks. And then at level 10, it becomes a plus four if they got ten skill ranks in them. Um, Track has the ability to add half your level to survival checks to track people. That's comparable. Yeah, that's great. Fine. I like it. At level four... Fine. You don't get your Slayer talent. Instead, you get without a trace.
0: Hey! <laughs> they really clean things really well.
1: I'm not going to read through all the specifics of this. But, but it's just like smudge marks. They're just <laughs> gone. I know it
0: takes forever. Dust doesn't matter. Without a trace.
1: This, the shtick of this ability is that you, you're you at like a crime scene, and you study the crime scene, and then you make a check to hide the evidence. It's either a disguise check or a stealth check. It takes a certain amount of rounds, and then you clean the crime scene so that if someone comes across it to figure out what happened, they have to make checks opposed to the check you made. It's very specific. It's kind of weird because I feel like I could clean a crime scene... Without having a mechanic for it, I could say, like, can I clean up the blood DM? And he'd be like, yeah, sure. You, do you have like, a- I
0: don't know. Do you have bleach on your character Do sheet? you
1: have the, without the trait, without a trace, a character ability?
0: Right. <laughs> it definitely is unique. And jokes aside, when it says cleaner here, it's picturing, like, Leon the professional kind of cleaner, you know, assassin assassin yeah. man. And that fits. Like, I changed this to make it look like he committed suicide or whatever. I like that I think it fits.
1: And it does give you specific rules because it says that it takes 1d3 times 10 minutes of work per 10 foot square. So it gives you in your DM an idea of how much time you have to do this. Whereas normally you'd be like, I, I honestly don't know how long it would take to get blood out of the carpet. I really, right. <laughs> I actually have no clue. Right. At seventh level. Well, and maybe sp- you don't. That
0: uh. fits okay. <laughs> Just custodial stuff. Just... What, what happened at no, the no, church? No, no, The always... blood of Christ
1: was in the floor.
0: <laughs> no, Christian. You can't
1: get wine out. It's so
0: hard. Wine is tough to get out, yes. They use grape juice Come on Christian <laughs> We're not Catholics here oh, I'm, they, I'm sorry I don't go to the church They're not Catholics
1: <laughs> At 7th level You get mislead This replaces stalker And stalker was um, Your studied bonus Goes to like stealth And we interception. talk about this Why
0: can't we use wine Kids can get over it Why can't we use wine I thought you did We didn't No a lot of Protestants Don't use wine They just use grape really? juice Really I didn't it's, know that it's so, it's so younger people Who are less than 18 You certainly could be Less than 18 and save uh, They can take part I don't know. It's a good question. I personally hate wine. Not hate wine, but I like grape juice a whole lot more. So I'm happy. I'm just wondering why is that <laughs> you drinking like, yay, yeah, yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are the crackers? <laughs> I don't get. I don't. Why? Why can't? Why? Why do they allowed not do wine and all the catholics are like wine and we're speaking in Latin. I hope you understand Latin.
1: <laughs> I know that's the that's the experience I had from yeah. when I was younger. It was yeah, just yeah. wine? They're like Christian. You can't go up. It was like. Uh, I want to do what everyone else is exactly. doing. Exactly.
0: <laughs> That's the exact reason we don't like kids doing it. That's the only reason like, they don't have any understanding of what's going on. Wait, wait, where did you go when you were younger? What kind of a church? Catholic? Uh, Catholic, Boston. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's my, my whole family on my dad's side, all Catholic. And so every funeral I go to on my dad's side, it's always got to sit through a whole mass.
1: So at seventh level, the cleaner gets mislead. This replaces stalker. Stalker being when you study someone, you also add the bonus to, like, Stealth and Perception, if I recall correctly. You can cast Misdirection on yourself at will. This lasts until the cleaner uh, uses the ability again or ends the effect as a standard action. Misdirection is the ability to hide your alignment from people. If they try to discern your alignment with a magical spell, they have to make a caster level check or a will save or something along those lines. So at will, that's really good, and it lasts forever. So basically people can never find out your true alignment unless they're... Significantly powerful cast. Well, one hour per level. Well, no, but his they, his state said it lasts oh. forever, or until he uses the ability again, or he ends it himself. So he is always under the effects of the spell.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: So that's actually pretty good. I like this archetype.
0: This, is, this definitely would be an intriguing, like an, an intriguing, an intriguing intrigue <laughs> campaign. Yeah. Uh, where, like, you know, you're you're at the crime scene, and the guy, the bad guy, has this template, or uh, this archetype, and he's, like, in the crowd. And you're like... Let me use the detect alignment. make a find. There's an evil guy here, and it's like, no, nah, he, 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 you don't even get any alignment on the guy. Like, whatever. He's
1: staring. He's standing right there, like ha ha
0: ha ha, yeah, ha, yeah, ha, yeah. ha. But he has blood on his hands. He's not evil, so I guess it wasn't him. But he's holding the murder weapon. He's not evil. It cannot be <laughs> him. He, he's cooking a chicken or something.
1: We're only losing one talent stalker and track i'm i like it i think it's good it's,
0: it's definitely very flavorful i like yeah. the idea
1: so the next archetype is cutthroat um this is like you stalk and you like ambush people and you're just kind of like a jerk and you stab them in the throat these are all pretty so far just replacing like
0: three things these yeah are pretty short so far
1: uh first the cutthroat gets different class skills
0: street smart and extremely resourceful Cutthroat stalk city streets and alleyways, preying on those unfortunate enough to catch their eye.
1: So they have perception. <laughs> Thursdays at ten on Fox. <laughs> they get more opportunists
0: than careful planners. They don't care who they rob or kill, or take advantage of whatever circumstances put them near a suitable target. What's that, old lady? Too bad you're slow. <laughs> What's that? Where'd your cane go? I broke it. Uh. Thursdays, nights at 5. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they get diplomacy, knowledge nobility, and linguistics of class skills, but they do not get knowledge dungeoneering, knowledge geography, or survival.
0: Survival is the uh, only one I care about losing there.
1: It doesn't matter because you're losing track, too, so you better not be hoping to attract people okay. with it. So level one, we lose track. Instead, we get Street Stalker. You select either acrobatics climb or knowledge local. Once you make the selection, you cannot change it. And whenever you're in urban environments, you add half your slayer level to that skill. So that's pretty good. I like that. Half your level to acrobatics. That's really good. Climbing up those drain pipes, sneaking into people's rooms. What's that,
0: grandma? You just wanted some fresh air? <laughs> Did you follow Mistake me? Mistake, you're dead now. <laughs> and I've stolen all of your knickknacks. My house now full of kitty cat knickknacks.
1: <laughs> Thursdays on Fox. <laughs> at level 2 you're losing a slayer talent and instead you get opportune target whenever you catch a foe by surprise you can study that foe quickly to find their weakness if you act during the surprise round as a cutthroat you can study a foe as a free action instead of a move action that's okay that's helping your action economy
0: yeah, it's, yeah
1: that's important and it's only one slayer talent Because it's not until level 7 that you can study as a swift action and you probably, you really want to have surprise rounds whenever you can as a class with sneak attack. So that, this is good. I like it. Open up. It's the police. Welcome,
0: officer. Come on in. Those are some interesting knickknacks you have in here. <laughs> Mr. S- Mr. Slayer. Yes, uh, they were from my grandmother. She was very important to me. Yes, he quickly studies the cop because he was surprised. That's how Caleb was tying it in. To, to this one that we just talked about. <laughs> it's a surprise round. He's surprised by the cop. You, you get it. You wink, get it. Wink, Thursday wink. nights on 5.
1: <laughs> <laughs> at level 6, they get stab and grab. I like this ability. I like it a lot. Right. Uh, this is replacing your Slayer talent at level 6. At 6th level, as a swift action, you can attempt a steel combat maneuver against a dead or unconscious target or a studied target that you have just confirmed a critical hit against. The dead or unconscious opponent takes a minus 10 penalty to their CMD against this maneuver. Oh, wait, you had to crit. Never mind. I hate this.
0: Wait, I'm so confused. If they're dead, why do I have to do a steal maneuver? Because
1: if you stab them and that attack kills them, you can just grab something as they die. Oh,
0: okay, okay.
1: Or at least that's how I would read it, because if they're dead or unconscious, I'd just be like, give me that. Gotcha. But I don't like. Okay, so it's a dead or unconscious target or a studied target that you confirm a crit against. Okay, so dead or unconscious, that's pretty good. If I was a DM, I'd say if the attack knocks them dead or unconscious, you can activate this. Mm -hmm. Uh, The studied target one is just you better have a high crit range weapon if you want to do this a lot. Uh, But it doesn't state that you don't invoke an attack of opportunity, which you probably shouldn't because it's a swift action. I don't like it, actually, honestly.
0: It seems weird. I mean, steal. You're stealing stuff. Unless I have to run right then... There's no reason I can't just, like, okay, I've killed him. I'm going to spend 30 seconds going through his stuff. I mean, but this this is you kill the guy, and as he's falling, you you grab the sword that you were trying to steal the whole game. And then you, you run. And then you run before anybody yeah. gets there. But how many times is that going to come up? I mean. That's replacing uh, a slayer talent for me. Okay. I think there's a lot
1: more slayer I think it's up to your DM. More. Like, if you're running a campaign that's, like, thieves' guild in the middle of a city, this is going to come up all the time. You're going to hit a target, to steal their stuff, and run away. Okay. Um, it, I think it's very campaign-dependent on this ability. Because, like, you know, you might have some campaigns where steel combat maneuver might never even come up because you just kill anyone everywhere. I just hope you're not using a ranged weapon. Yeah, well, this obviously wants you to be using a melee weapon, right. I think. Cut throat. You can't cut throat with a bow.
0: <laughs> well, maybe you can. <laughs> if he's angled the, you know, on the side of me,
1: if I see his shoulder, the arrow's going right past his throat. It's cut, sir. Sir? And... It, like the first ability says, like you want to be in an urban environment for this class anyway. So if it's an urban, intriguing, maybe Thieves' Guilty type game, I think this is a good archetype. I think it's a fine archetype. Base yeah, Slayer is fine, but so is this if you want to do it. But otherwise, it's a little, it is a little weird. Slayer, the jig's up. We knew it was you. We
0: know where these knickknacks came from. You try to clean up the crime scene, but your role just wasn't good enough. <laughs> well, officer, I don't think... Aha! And, and I... He has killed him, and he has stolen his car keys. And he runs over and unlocks the horse carriage. He unlocks the horse, starts the horse up. It's you know it's an old horse. It's like, and it starts going, and then he runs away. Super glad he had this talent.
1: Thursdays on Fox. <laughs> what's, what's the name of that show? Cutthroat. Oh right. I imagine a little graphic. Cutthroat. (laughs) Like when they cross the T's in the line, it's like a a little line of blood. (laughs) (laughs) So that was a fun one. The next one is... Wait,
0: this update. Cutthroat was canceled for Thursdays on Fox. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Apparently people didn't like uh, watching guys kill old ladies and policemen. (laughs) (laughs) It's all the show was. Who would have known? He went on
1: the horse and started running over old ladies. I just want to know how
0: they had bleach in the medieval times. That's all. (laughs)
1: The next archetype is actually the archetype the iconic slayer is based on, I believe, the deliverer archetype. You're like a zealous divine assassin kind of person. Regardless if you're good or evil for your deity, you're trying to assassinate people opposed to your deity, opposed to your alignment, and you get a lot of bonuses for fighting them. Oh, so it's more of like an ABC show. Yeah. So level one, the deliverer changes their weapon and armor proficiencies. You just gain Provision Z on your deity's favored weapon. That's it. Every sacred guy gets this. Yeah. Divine guy, I mean. Sacred. Every, so, hey. <laughs> very special. Every divine caster or divine themed thing gets this. So in case your deity happens to use an exotic weapon, you get it. Right. At level two, instead of getting a Slayer talent, you get Determined Zeal. At second level, the Deliverer shrugs off attempts by his This is second level, man. This opponent. is next level.
0: <laughs> what is it, man? This looks next level.
1: He shrugs off attempts by his moral opposition to control or kill him. It's really specific. On any round in which you attack an opponent whose alignment is basically opposite your own, two steps away is the rule they use, so don't be neutral, true neutral when you play this class. Right. You get a plus two bonus on will-saving throws against that opponent, as well as the benefits of the die-hard feat until the end of your next turn. For those that don't know, die-hard is when you go into negative hit points, you can stay up and fighting lame I, I mean it's improved iron will and die hard for one, what could be one feet.
0: for one turn yeah die but you're you're gonna stop hard, hitting
1: them I want die hard a lot longer than one <laughs> turn you, then you keep hitting them it's for one round for every, every time you hit them Ugh. Not, not fame what? Why not? Turn the TV off. Not a fan. You're probably not even going to be using Die Hard for more than one round anyway because you're going to go it down. Off. Off. I don't understand your argument against this. I don't like it. What? You're like you're like being a kid. You're like, icky. Ew. I don't like spinach. <laughs> All <laughs> right.
0: The plus two on will save is okay. I can get a feat that does that, which will also allow me to get a better feat later. Uh, I'm sorry, it's not even feet, this is a Slayer Talent, which can turn to a feat, right? Uh, not
1: Iron Will, you can't get Iron Will with a... You like, can get combat feats. you can't get gotcha. regular feats. Regardless,
0: it's a Slayer Talent, right? I want those, I don't want to waste it on a thing I can get with a normal feat. And then the Die Hard, I want that to last for a while, so I have to waste time healing, and then keep attacking, keep fighting. Not well, no, for it one does. Round. If I miss the next turn, oh well, my Die Hard went away, I'm out immediately. Not even at the start of my next turn. I immediately, I miss. There goes my move. My I hope I made my move action first,
1: and then he helped. Then the opponent has to miss and his, a doubt, lot is to you. And once I know, I'm knocked out right
0: next to him after pissing him off. <laughs> this is gonna go great for me.
1: I mean, does your opponent usually just like curb stomp people that just go unconscious? <laughs> Isn't there a rest Depends of a party? How mean your GM is. <laughs> at level six, they lose another Slayer talent. You get them like every two levels, I think. So you would get one at level four, but then you lose the one at level six, and instead you get True Believer mortal wounds cannot stop a deliverer from performing his divine duty on any round in which he attacks an opponent who is his opposed alignment while benefiting from the diehard feet he isn't staggered from having negative hit points nor does he automatically lose one hit point per round so now this is just better than diehard i don't like it because it's 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 it's
0: saying either have diehard feet or use this class feature we just gave you at level 2 and Again, if you miss one attack, which happens, you have iterative a attacks lot, at this point. But if you miss one, if you don't hit him that round, if you you'd you have to miss two. Sorry, if I miss two, <laughs> if I miss two, oh well, guess this is completely useless because I'm out again.
1: Useless. It's not useless. Don't like it. Little use. Specific use. No, you're a full B A B class with a lot of bonuses to your attack rolls. You're not missing very often. Lame. You you are at the same level Blame. as a fighter. A fighter is usually not missing their first hit of attack, and if they do, they're probably hitting their second. I dislike it. So it's so situational. It's not situational. It's, be it's at the zero. opposite. of situational. No one wants to die, and you might go to negative hit points. <laughs> you're and you're, sta- you're a class that stabs people, and you get the benefit when you stab people. It's the opposite of situational. No, it is very situational because you've got to be dying. Yeah, and that's not something that like you specifically aim to do. It's something that happens in the course of a fight. It's not like you have to change your game plan in order to benefit from while this. You just I'm, fight someone. While
0: I am dying, I have a chance to just be out in which I have no abilities or which useful. Which you would have been out anyway. But if I had Slayer talents, I have all these things I can do way before I even get to the point of Knocked Out. I'd rather have stuff I know I can use than stuff that's like, well, I hope you're still alive to use this. But then you're saying no one would ever pick the Die Hard feat. I'm not saying that. I'm so, because that lasts even if you miss attacks. So does this. Not if you miss them all. I'm one round. And guess what? We're only a little six here with a derivative attacks and a full B A B class.
1: You have two attacks. If I'm if I'm, I'm full B A B and study bonuses and probably flanking because you're a slayer. No, because that just means I'm always flanking. You should be. No. That's how you play the class. No, diehard is is better than this. It's no, this is better than diehard.
0: No, because diehard diehard doesn't rely on you hitting. It, but you're also not staggered. I could also, you know what I could do if I have a diehard feet, Run away. You What's can, that? You could do that I'm too. at negative three. I need to go now. This is like, I'd like to go now, but I better hit you. And I
1: can only if I have to hit you and move my move speed. I can't just withdraw. You're No, you can't withdraw with diehard because you're staggered. You're not staggered with this feet, So you can use this, you can use true believer and actually take a withdrawal action because it's a full round action because you're not staggered and you're not losing one hit point per round. So you move all the way out of the fight then you fall unconscious. You're out of harm's way. Find true believers, okay. <laughs> At level 10, you lose your first advanced slayer talent and say so get divine anathema. Anathema. Anathema? Anathema. Did I say it right? We're Almost. saying the same thing. You're
0: very close. Anathema. 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 Anathema.
1: What What's that word mean?
0: It means, uh, like, complete opposite. Like, you okay. something like sacred? It's the opposite of sacred. So if I said uh, the trinity doesn't exist, God chooses... Whether or not he's the son, the spirit, or the father, <laughs> that would be anathema. Okay. It's almost like, what's that word uh, when something is a uh, um, heresy?
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah But yeah.
0: It, it's more personal than that. It's anathema to God to have evil
1: exist. All right. So let, let's see what it does. As a free action, the Deliverer can declare a studied target to be his divine anathema. The studied target's alignment must be two steps away from the Deliverer to do this. Against this target, the deliverer's attacks deal an additional 2d6 points of damage. This damage is directly from Divine Power and does not stack with the bonuses from a holy or unholy weapon or a weapon with a similar special ability or effect. Okay, so it's basically against your studied target, you can deal an additional 2d6 points of damage if they're your opposed alignment. So this whole entire class revolves around being the opposite Hope your GM alignment. GM makes yeah. alignments for
0: everything you come across.
1: Like, this is this was another one that I feel like would be a specific campaign where, like, you're a lawful, evil person. Of, For great justice. <laughs> lawful, evil, like, Asmodeus fighting specifically against demons. Because, like, beasts and stuff, like magical beasts that you might just run across in the wild, they're usually true neutral because they're just attacking you because that's in their nature. Um, you have to actually be fighting people with beliefs and alignments to benefit from the majority of this stuff.
0: I do like the flavor of it though. Yeah. I hate you so much in everything you do. I believe. will not die. Right. <laughs> I
1: hate you so much. <laughs> I will be sure that you die. Uh, I'm not trying to say like the diehard stuff is great. It does have the problems you outlined, but I do think it is usable. Grave warden. All right, you got, fine. We'll go to the next one's Grave Warden. I actually played one of these for a short while. Sounds for like cool. A, so for like far. a one shot,
0: I like the idea. I'm, I'm like in that in that movie uh, with Nicolas Cage, um, Ghost Rider, like <laughs> the other the old Ghost Rider. Spoilers is uh, the grave guy. What do you call that? What do you call a guy who looks at so cemetery? Um, what's the word for
1: that? Mortician. No, grave digger. <laughs>
0: Whatever. A grave warden. He's looking over the
1: graves. This is actually a Slayer, I think, who doesn't like undead. You you fight against the undead more often than not. Okay. So at level two, you get... They really should have rethought the name of this one. Holy Water Sprinkler. <laughs> you, you, you chug a bottle of holy water and do that to your undead enemies. It's a cone <laughs> attack, and then it's a ray attack. <laughs> but no, you, you, as a swift action, you draw a flask of holy water. Actually, no, you need the quick draw feat. Uh, so if you have quick draw, as a swift action, you take a flask of holy water, you smash it on your weapon, you lather your weapon with it, and then when you attack an undead creature in the next round, it's as if they both take the hit from the weapon and from the holy water, which is, like, 2d4 damage, which is actually, that's a lot. I took this in a campaign where we were going into tombs, and we knew we were going to be fighting, like, mummies and stuff, so this actually came in handy when you know you're fighting undead.
0: Yeah, I like it. And a definitely cool flavor.
1: I would pick that as a Slayer talent if I knew I was fighting undead, so I don't. There's no problem with losing a Slayer talent. For I'm this. already coming
0: on my mind. See, I, I wish I read this before, because I'd make like a priest uh, kind of guy like with the collar and all that. It's like, oh, guess I got to protect the flock. Pulls out his sword <laughs> and pulls
1: holy water on it. At level seven, you lose Stalker and instead get Death Ward. You can perform a short ritual that gives you the benefits of Death Ward using your Slayer level as like your caster level. This takes one minute to use and four flasks of holy water. You can only target yourself with death ward. Uh, what exactly is death
0: ward? I really like the idea of, of holy water as a resource.
1: Yeah, and there are very few classes you use it. Like normally, the only thing you use holy water for is chucking it at undead right. people. Now you can actually use it for like holy rituals and things. That's cool. The effects of death ward are: you get a plus four morale bonus on saves against all death spells and magical death effects. The subject is immune to energy drain and any negative energy effects, including channeled negative energy. So, yeah, not bad. Uh, it lasts a minute a level. So, hey, at... so you
0: can fight vampires, which, again, fits with the theme. Yeah. Because they have all that stupid stuff. It's like, oh, there goes your levels.
1: And this is a, this is a level 4 spell, uh, level 5 for some classes, Druid, I think, specifically. So this is actually a pretty powerful spell that you're getting at level 7. That's good. I like that. And you're losing Stalker, which I don't think is a terrible ability to lose. I agree. At level 10, you get Dustbringer. Sounds so metal. Is this like Ashbringer's cousin? I guess, yeah. (laughs) Uh, 10th level, uh, Grave Warden can slay an studied undead opponent. This functions as the assassinate Slayer Town, except it requires a successful will-saving throw instead of a successful fortitude save, and you can only use it against undead, and it outright destroys the target instead of just killing it. If the target succeeds at the saving throw, it's immune to Dustbringer for 24 hours. Just standard. So it's just, it's basically, you would take Assassinate anyway, but Assassinate doesn't work on Undead because they're immune to things that require Fort saves. So this allows you to Assassinate Undead. I like it. I like this a lot. It just, you like, they thought of an idea, like, how about a Slayer that fights Undead? And they were like, okay, here we go. It works. Now I want to
0: make, like, a whole class that does stuff with Holy Water as a resource.
1: (laughs) What would you call it? Is there a priest? No, there's actually no priest class. Priest. Yeah.
0: I like to, when I make my classes or archetypes, I like to pick wording that it's like, why well, is it not in Pathfinder? I made one that was called Mage, because we don't have mages.
1: I made one called Warrior, because there's nothing called a Warrior. No, there. No, there is. Uh, NPC class. Oh, is there? Warrior's an NPC class. Oh, I didn't know that. i have to change that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Copyright. There... Cease and desist, Caleb, please. <laughs>
0: is there an NPC priest?
1: No. Uh, That's called, like, Adept or something. Okay, then
0: totally, it's going to be called Priest. And it's going to have holy water. It's going to be kind of weird. It's like, you start out with six holy waters a day. Where did it come from? I don't (laughs) know. You just have a
1: basin and it it fills up. Don't judge me. You fall asleep and you put a little jar under your mouth and you slowly drool it out. holy water. The next archetype is Sniper. It is the shortest archetype ever. It is one of the greatest, shortest archetypes ever. I love Sniper. The idea is, hey, you're a sniper. You shoot people from far away. What did they do to make this a possibility for the Slayer? At level 1, you get Accuracy. This replaces Track. You have all range inc- increment penalties when making range attacks with bows, crossbows, or firearms. That's great. I like that. You take a minus 1 Simple. for every range increment instead of a minus 2. The next ability, they get at level 2. When the, It's called Deadly Range, which is actually the name of a Slayer talent and a Rogue talent, but this is a little bit better. Whenever the sniper makes an attack against a target who is within your first range increment and unaware of your presence, that attack ignores the 30 foot range limit on range sneak attacks. And if you do actually sneak attack them with this, you add your sniper level as a bonus to the sneak attack damage. After this first attack, they are immediately aware of your presence.
0: So I'm not shooting them twice and getting involved.
1: Right. Uh, and ty- cool. typically, this would be during a surprise round where you can only make one attack anyway. Right. Cool. I like it. But yeah, that's all there is to the class. They make very far range sneak attacks possible. Normally, you'd have to be within thirty feet to make a range sneak attack. Now you can do it from basically eighty feet. I'd pick a Slayer feet.
0: talent. Um, and that, I mean, I all you're replacing here is track.
1: Yeah, it doesn't explicitly state that deadly range replaces anything, but if I had to assume, it would replace the level two Slayer talent.
0: It doesn't say it does. You just get it.
1: That'd be weird.
0: Cheers! Enjoy. I'd, I'd gladly pick a Slayer talent that said this.
1: Yeah. That, cool. Yeah, great. That, on to the next one. Now we do not have to say anything else about Sniper. It's neato. Uh The next one is the Stygian Slayer, and this one was actually one that was pretty hyped up. What does
0: Stygian mean?
1: I don't know exactly, but the Stygian Slayer gets some limited... Well, I'll m- tell you what
0: I'm not gonna do, and that's look it up.
1: What I'm doing it as do? I know t- No! Of or relating to the Styx River. Literary, very dark. The Stygian crypt. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the Stygian Crypt. Oh, what's that guy called? Uh, the Crypt. Oh, he tells stories.
1: You don't know what I'm about? No clue. He tells stories! Okay, Santa Claus? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because everything we know about Santa Claus, he goes around telling people stories. No, a bard?
0: No, the Crypt Keeper. A skull? The Skull? Crypt, the Crypt Guy. Come on.
1: What are you gonna Google, the Crypt Guy? I am. In all caps, so Google really gets what he's Shut up! To say.
0: Tales from the Crypt, and he was called. The Crypt Keeper. Wow.
1: <laughs> it was called the Crypt Keeper. Thanks. Shut <laughs> up, Christian. <laughs> Anyway, I don't even know why I was trying to make this joke. Move on. Stygian Slayer gets some use of shadow-type magic. Let's see what that means. You, get, you lose proficiency with medium armor and heavy armor, and any kinds of shields. You are only proficient with light armor. You've officially become a rogue. Good job. At level 4, you do not get a Slayer talent. Instead, you get invisibility. As a, at 4th level, you can cast invisibility once per day. As a spell-like ability, this uses your intelligence modifier for stuff like concentration checks. You can use this an additional time per day at 8th level and every 4 levels thereafter. Once per day is not that great, but this is a spell-like ability. So we have to remember there's feats like Quicken spell-like ability. Mm -hmm. You can get I think, at level 10 or level 8. So you might be able to potentially do this as a swift action, as a class of sneak attack, which is pretty neat.
0: I'd pick this up as a
1: talent, so... Yeah. I mean, your full BAB class that just got access to spells. That's always good. At level 7, you lose Stalker, and instead you get Spell Use. At 7th level, you are able to use Spell Completion and Spell Trigger Items as if you are an Arcane Caster with the following spells. Darkness, Forced Quiet, Modify Memory, Non-Detection, Obscuring Mist, Phantom Steed, Shadow Walk, and all Wizard Spells of the Illusion School Level zero through four.
0: Sounds like you had forced quiet cast on you the way you were studding through those. <laughs> I'm gonna edit that out. On, no, you're <laughs> not. Now they have to because they won't understand the joke. Now do I cut
1: out you entirely? <laughs>
0: no. Is that what you've been doing every episode? <laughs> Christian's face just got so
1: serious. <laughs> so basically you can use wands and scrolls of the thought, though all those spells I just mentioned, usually without having to make a check or not a particularly difficult check, which is great. That's really good.
0: And we're just losing stalker for this.
1: Yeah, so remember stalker is just a slight bonus to stealth and percep wait, perception. Worse, <gasps> worse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Cannot pick. Cannot pick.
1: <laughs> At level ten, they get shadowy mist form. It already sounds really cool. I don't know, it sounds like some it sounds like something a ten year old name, like what's your guy do? He uses shadowy mist form <laughs> <laughs> in attack mode. <laughs> At level ten, the Stygian Slayer can transform into an inky black cloud of mist. This functions as gaseous form, except it also obscures vision as fog cloud. The Slayer can use this ability for a number of minutes per day equal to his level. Ooh, minutes.
0: I use the Slayer ability face down.
1: <laughs> um, I, and the minutes don't have to be consecutive, so ten times per day you can just seep through cracks in the walls. and That seems crazy. That's really cool. I like that.
0: Especially for this assassin, dude.
1: Yeah. But that's why he has light armor. It's like, all
0: right, if you really want to go through the wall to the next room, there's nine guys. Go ahead. Fine, <laughs> I don't care. Fine, I don't care. Go. Die. But I care.
1: There's a, if you want to turn invisible and seep through cracks in walls and cast spells from wands and scrolls, this Again, is a great Again, if was a slayer archetype. talent, it's something I might pick. Mm-hmm. I think this, this is one of the best archetypes. This is a good, good archetype, I think. And it's got a cool name. Yeah. Stygian. I, we had to Google stuff. That's yeah. so cool. <laughs> the last archetype for the Slayer released with the advanced class guide was Vanguard. Um, they get some teamwork feat stuff and they're slightly scaling off intelligence. The flavor is you're a battle commander who focuses on the brutality of no, combat. No, no, you're doing
0: it wrong. Vanguards what? are battlefield <laughs> commanders okay, who focus Kripkeeper. on the brutality of combat. And lead their allies to bloody victory. No, if I was Crypt Keeper, I'd be like, quick to react to danger! A <laughs> Vanguard is a valuable scout, capable officer, and skilled tactician! <laughs> In the danger zone!
1: Please don't sue us, Nickelodeon. Somebody that call Nickelodeon? Kenny Loggins.
0: No, it was HBO or something.
1: Oh. My bad. <laughs> I, get, I guess I'm thinking of Are You Afraid of the Dark Get or up to your
0: pop culture. Or should I just say culture? That wasn't That's <laughs> not popular anymore. <laughs>
1: At level 1, they get Lookout. The Vanguard adds half their level to their initiative checks. This is replacing Track. Awesome. Love it. I've always want more ways to get higher initiative on a rogue-type character. Yeah, uh, That's really good, because there's very few ways to increase your initiative. At level 2, they get Tactician. Instead of a regular Slayer talent, it acts basically just like Cavalier's Tactician. You get a bonus teamwork feat. You can share it with everyone nearby as a standard action. They retain use of the bonus feat for three rounds plus one round for every two levels you have, so you don't need, like, uh, wisdom or whatever it normally scales off of. Whenever you could select a new Slayer talent, you can instead choose to gain an additional use per day of Tactician. So that's okay. Um, There's some good ones that Slayers can share with everyone. Like, I know there's ones that help you get into flanking positions. There's ones that give you better bonuses for flanking with people. There's ones that give you more damage when flanking with people. So there's some good options to take there. At level 4, they get Vanguard's Bond. At 4th level, a Vanguard forms a bond with his fighting companions. As a move action, you can choose one of your current studied targets and give all your allies within 30 feet half of your studied target bonus against that enemy. That's cool. This bonus lasts for a number of rounds equal to your intelligence modifier with a minimum of 1. So you technically don't even need in, but you if you have it, it lasts longer. This bonus does not stack with favorite enemy or study target bonuses possessed by your allies. Again,
0: absolutely a talent I'd consider picking.
1: Yeah, I like that. It's supporty. It's something that the ranger can do already. They kind of just took this from the ranger, uh, except instead of it only being against the ranger's favorite enemies, it's anyone you pick.
0: Yeah, and, and this doesn't have a limit. If you have twenty people in your party, which would be crazy, <laughs> if you do, they all get the same thing.
1: And there's you can use it any number of times per day. Um, you tech. Even if it's only for one round, that's still pretty good.
0: So, like, when you're fighting the Lich, you stay and then you go, everyone, that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really?
1: I was going to attack the wall over here.
0: (laughs) Listen, with some undead constructs up against you, you might not want to consider fighting the Lich at that moment. Oh, is that what the wall is?
1: Oh, it's not a wall. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a living wall. No! (laughs) It's closing in on us. At level 7, the Vanguard gets ever ready. The Vanguard is never considered an unaware combatant and is always able to act in the surprise round. You are still flat-footed in a surprise round before you act. This replaces stalker. That's fine. That's pretty good. You probably shouldn't be getting snuck up on, but sometimes it happens, and when it does, you're ready. I'm always wary. It was like a
0: bunch of rogue and and ninja and uh, other stuff talents that affect surprise round acting. There's even some Slayer talents that do. Just not super into those because so, I just don't often get into surprise round. So I feel like it's a waste.
1: I mean, if you ever fight invisible creatures, there's going to be surprise rounds. True. Some creatures have invisibility as a spell-like ability, like the Stygian Slayer. (laughs) (laughs) But that's all the archetypes. Uh, Let's go into the builds we made. Did you use an archetype for yours, Caleb? I don't. No, I don't think I did either. Although I do like them. Not to say I didn't like them, but uh, I don't know. I just didn't go for it.
0: All right, well, let's go over my build. I got a level 5 Slayer, and immediately I hate everything because guess who has a negative? It's because you're an elf. You have a negative con just for being an elf. Yes. Good con. It's not like I'm going to be up in the front or anything. So I I gave him a super high dex, 19, and a high intelligence, 18. Whoa. And then uh, like 10 wisdom, 10 charisma, 10 strength, and then 8 con. So let's just say I have a lot of skill points. I've got 50 level 5 you get 10 per level and that's not using your uh, favorite class bonus either right I did pick an elf for the reason you just mentioned earlier um which one's that I get my bonus to my ability score
1: oh oh yeah decks you get high decks and 8 for being an elf
0: so my guy uses the longbow and I get my stuff through range that's why I'm decks why I don't have a lot of con I'm not gonna be up in the front I'm going to be trying to get my uh, studied and all that stuff from afar. Jafar? Afar. I threw all my feats into extra talents. So there, we've covered my feats. (laughs) Let's see what my uh, Slayer talents are. I have uh, Deadly Range, which increases uh, the range at which I can deal my sneak attack damage by 10 feet. So 40. Yep. Uh, I have Snapshot, which allows me to treat my initiative as 20 for a surprise round. Uh, Because I figure if I can act in the surprise round first, and with my longbow, I'm going to get something. I'm going to get my Mm -hmm. precision damage off on something.
1: I mean, all you have to do to benefit from the snapshot is to make sure that one person of the enemies don't notice you. Mm -hmm. And then you're guaranteed to go before everyone else. Uh,
0: I got Sniper's Eye, which means I can apply uh, my sneak attack damage on range attack targeting foes within 30 feet that benefit from concealment. Uh, so I can hit things that are behind a cover or whatever. I picked ranger combat style, so that I can pick a combat style, and I picked uh, archery and focus shot. The reason I picked focus shot is because I don't have to get point-blank shot and precise shot. I just get it. And I'll worry about the feat prerequisites. All my feats are in extra slight talents anyway, so I couldn't earn them if I wanted to. So now I can uh, add my intelligence modifier on the damage roll. Guess who has a high int? This guy. You can only do it as a standard action though, which again, if I'm going to do this as a surprise round or whatever, all oh, right. And I'm only level five, so I don't have an iterate attack anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe later on. Maybe this is a this is a short sighted pick, but so that's why I picked focus shot. Could pull everything to that one, do the extra damage, and then I have bleeding attack, which just makes me uh, does bleeding damage uh, per each of my die, uh, sneak attack die. So at this point, I'm only level five. I'm doing one, doing one d six, but when we. Uh, mm-hmm. Sneak uh, level 6, I'll be doing 2d6. Uh, armor and weapons is nothing. I didn't get any of that stuff. <laughs> I never get the magic items. You can always customize magic items so, so specifically, however you want. By the time I made my Slayer, I wanted to have. I, take advantage of the fact that I have great skills by giving myself more skill points, and then with Focus Shot, using that intelligence modifier to do extra damage. So I'm doing, without any special things, 1d8 plus 1d6 for sneak attack, Plus uh, one bleeding attack, plus, plus four intelligence for the intelligence bonus, and then plus two from studying. Right, and instead of a, I have a level eight, I'm level five. I mean, I'm doing a plus nine, and it'll be plus ten next time I can put a point into decks
1: because I'm at I'm at nineteen decks. What's your initiative at? Uh, four. Okay, so I've actually I've made builds like this before. I like focus shot as a feat. Um, you'd take like stuff like vital strike with this. Mm-hmm. where you don't have... So you can basically make iterative attacks without actually having to do it. Right. But I like it. It's bow-based. You didn't have to take the sniper archetype. You could. Would you consider taking it for this game? Yeah, now
0: that we went over it, I think I might. W- I might. I, I think I might. W- <laughs> I would like to do this.
1: I want. Yeah, I might. Let's talk about your build. I would mentioned during the main episode that Slayer isn't just supposed to be this roguey person. It can be a strong person in heavier armor. And I wanted to emphasize that side of the Slayer. So I went with a Slayer who's almost like a tank, almost like a traditional idea of a tank, but can still deal damage and is still like a Slayer. He's commanding, he's in his armor, he's yelling at people. So I'm a half-orc Slayer. Uh, For half-orc, for my favorite class bonus, I'm picking plus one six of a Slayer talent. And I'm level six, so basically I've gotten an extra Slayer talent for my favorite class bonus. As for my stack scores, I'm a melee character. I'm going to be wielding a battle axe and a shield, and I'm going to have armor. So I have a lot of strength. I started with like a base of 17, and I got items, and I put points into strength. It's at 20. 14 dex, 14 con, 8 intelligence. I felt okay dumping intelligence because I don't need to make uh, knowledge skill checks, and the slayer gets 6 skill points per level, so I'm still getting 5 skill points per level, which is a lot. 10 Wisdom, and I actually have 14 Charisma because one of my talents I really want to use scales off of Charisma, and we'll see what that is. Okay. So going into Slayer, I have all the talents I picked. The main one that I just mentioned I believe is called Demand Attention, and that means that when I hit someone with a sneak attack, I can forego my sneak attack damage and instead basically try to taunt them. I yell at them, I demand their attention, and they basically will have to attack me Okay. after that. This is the thing that scales off Charisma. The DC is like 10 plus half my level plus my Charisma modifier, so I wanted enough Charisma that people could conceivably fail the save. And then I have a lot of armor, so I want them to be focusing me. And then I have other stuff that I benefit from being attacked. For all my other Slayer talents, I picked Ranger Combat Style. uh, And I chose the Weapon and Shield school, so I got the Shield Focus feat which just gives me plus one to my AC when I have a shield and saving shield. If an adjacent ally is attacked as an immediate action, I can give them plus two shield bonus to their AC. Nice. And then lastly, I just got weapon focus battle axe because I use a battle axe. For my feats, one of the feats I want to specifically mention is ability focus. And this is a feat that just adds plus two to the DC of a chosen ability. I'm choosing my taunt ability so I can actually get people to fail that save, and I want them to be attacking me. One of the reasons I want them to be attacking me is because I have a feat that orcs can take called Grudge Fighter. I get a plus one morale bonus on all attack and damage rolls against any creature that has attacked me in the current combat. And then I have a trait that also gives me more bonuses for when opponents attack me. Okay. Otherwise, my other feat is dodge because I want a lot of AC. And the other trait I took is Armor Expert, which just gives me less armor encumbrance because I'm going to be wearing a lot of armor. I simply wield a battle axe in one hand. I'm hoping to deal damage with uh, my studied target ability and my sneak attack damage, but that's really all. It's just a plus one battle axe. And then my armor—I spent a lot of money on my armor. I have a plus one mithril breastplate and a plus one heavy wooden shield. So my AC in total right now is 25 at level six, which is pretty respectable. And then I'm going to spend money on more magic items that give me additional AC. And that's really the whole character. I'm trying to get into melee. I have high AC, and then I'm trying to get people to attack me. And then when they hit me or they attack me, I get bonuses on attacking them back.
0: So for all your maligning of WoW and and the characteristics, how people say these are the different kind of... uh, What do we call that? Um... Oh, different party roles. The tank. Yeah, built a tank. Somebody I mean, that even intelligent people still have to attack.
1: Right, but no, it's it's not like I'm only focusing on AC and I want people mm-hmm. to hit me and like, haha! I'm this big wall and I don't do anything. I do damage. I right, do a yeah. lot of damage. You do, and I smack them with my axe and like I want to flavor. It. Like he has all this armor, and then when people actually hit him, he's like really indignant. Like, do you know how long it takes to get blood out of this? <laughs> <laughs> Continues hitting them.
0: I but like I I- it. It definitely has a, a good theme. I like the idea of, uh, as much as making fun of you, you can make a tank that it's taunting people, and you're still getting, you're, like you said, you prove that you can do that sneak attack damage and all that, and you don't have to be a rogue. You can have good armor, and you can be almost like a heavy fighter. Right.
1: I'm more like an underhanded fighter. Like, right. I'm not trying to be a sneaky guy in the back. I'm in the front, but I just fight dirty. Right. I like it. Well, that's all there is for us in the Slayer, one of my favorite classes out of the ACG. One of my favorite classes in general for me. Next is the swashbucklers, so tune in for that. Thank you all for staying. Class is dismissed. Pathfinder Academy is part of the Trailblazer Network. For other
0: great Pathfinder podcasts, visit our site, tblazer.net. Want to get in touch? You can email us at tblazernetwork at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at tblazernetwork. I've been Nicholas Labord. Thanks for listening.